as a former New York City police officer who served, worked in many neighborhoods that were 10 times worse than what's going on right now. I had a six shooter, didn't even have a bulletproof vest. I worked in Harlem, the South Bronx, and I never shot one person, not one person. In fact, I never even shot my gun. The problem with the police today is they want to be Call of Duty. They don't want to be police officers. They want to be military men running around with these mags and bulletproof vests and combat boots and all this shit that they're wearing. I don't know why they're wearing all that shit because that city is, is clean. I mean, that city is nothing compared to when I was working. Please, guys, cut the bullshit out. Just behave and get rid of the motherfuckers who are making your lives miserable. Those bad cops that are making you, they're the ones that are messing your occupation up. Now, it's not the black guy. It's the bad cops who are out there messing around, fucking with, a pe with people. Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. This is Bagland DP, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. Promoting these black-owned businesses. Starting off with Phil Solomon Restoration, LLC, wall repair, toilet installation, cabinets, doors, sinks, painting, carpentry. Also, hiring foundational black Americans, especially $15 an hour to $20 a week or 20 15 to 20 hours per week $15 an hour start time 5 p.m. Monday through Friday also has transportation as well make sure you have your CDLs actually your CDLs is not required $20 an hour on that contact Phil Solomon restoration at Phil Solomon Inc at outlook.com Go to the Sizzling Wagon, Great Food Truck, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in downtown Minneapolis. Serving on a lockdown as well. Call 612-475-0713 for takeout. Go to www.beingblackinit.com to get into the information technology game. The book is on Amazon Prime. Go to Inns Beauty and Supplies at 615-66 Avenue, North Brooklyn Park. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Go to www.catwalkfierce.com to get your makeup done and your makeup consultations. We're going to play that music back. It's popping. Go to www.sendbeats.com for your scores, your movies, your cartoons, films. Have your ASCAP or BMI ready. That's PSYNBeats.com. Go to www.onpointarmsllc.com to get your firearms. You're going to need them. Go to www.iwantamask.com. KN95 certified mask. Excellent mask. I ordered myself. Go to www.thesafetypouch.com. This allows you to keep your wallet in no reaching distance if the race soldiers pull you over. Jumping Jim Crow 94 Crime Bill Joe. Choked up as I predicted well over six months ago on the 94 Crime Bill, or should I say the Black Crow, the Black Code's anti black crime bill Donald J with the toupee they say has the Chinese coronavirus of all things and he's basically letting people know look until this election is cracking I ain't handing out no more Donald J with the toupee checks I thought that was very interesting now today I got a text on my cell phone which I did not want nor need and it says, 
Hello, millions of us are mobilizing to remove Donald J with the toupee and elect new leaders. Can we count on you to remind three friends to vote this November? Reply, stop to unsubscribe. Says Andrea, a move on volunteer. I don't know who the move on is. They don't never tell you who they are. Move on is a people power progress. Moveon.org. Founded in 1998 in Washington, D.C. by Joan Blades and Wes Boyd. This could be another Democratic front group. Sending me emails and sending me all types of text messages that I really didn't ask for. And my question to them was what is on the black agenda? Are tangibles and reparations on the black agenda? If no tangibles, no vote. So then she gonna send me a link to Biden's failed policy positions and vision for America. And I said, that's not a black agenda specific for foundational black Americans. We'll wait until we get a better deal for our vote. That's what I told her ass. That's exactly what I told her. So then, you know, she said, well, one thing that the past few years have taught us is that inaction is dangerous. Inaction is dangerous. Why don't you talk to Brianna, Brianna Taylor's people about inaction? Let's talk about Brianna Taylor when they talk about inaction. One thing that the past few years have taught us is that inaction is dangerous. The goal is not to elect a candidate and then sit back while they fix everything. It's to elect a candidate who aligns with our progressive values, then push them to do the right thing. I hope you'll get involved in electing more progressive so that along with doing less harm, the powers that be can do so much good. We hope you consider voting. And I told her our vote will be transactional. If the black vote gets no benefit, then we will sit out. I'm telling you, the Negroes Night's Watch will sit on our asses and let the White Walkers come through and storm King's Landing. We are not playing around. We're not doing that. Thanks for responding. Take good care and visit moveon.org for updates on all of our work. See, panic is being amplified and loss of control is being expressed. Let me repeat that. Panic is being amplified and loss of control is being expressed. What we're doing is we are redefining the nature of our association with these demonic parties. People don't like that. And that's why you're getting, they're turning to the old civil rights crows, which are often petrified. That's who they're turning to now. Because the young black grassroots of 40 and under, we're not really listening. See, the petrified civil rights generation, they're not used to making demands. I'm not talking about the rioters. Let's be very clear again. See, when you talk about agendas and tangibles, they pivot to the chucks pew. See, they don't want to admit that Martin Luther King had them choppers in the basement. Deacon Darkwing ducked the question in Poverty P.I. Chuck's people. They're in full chicken Sunday dinner effect. Well, the lesser two evil. Evil I vote. 
or stay home and don't make the white folks mad. Stay home, don't make the white folks mad. Don't get in no trouble. See, these are the same people who told Ida B. Wells to stay home, don't make the white folks mad. They're the same people that did that. Don't make no reports on the lynching. These are the people who told Nat Turner it won't work. These are the Negroes that said John Brown was wrong and Denmark Vesey should have just grabbed a Popeye chicken sandwich or a side catfish and hot sauce and sat back. See, the demonic do-nothing Democrats ain't got enough fish fries and luncheons to force the young and ambitious and tired youth. Stand back and stand terrified. That's the old nigga's message. Hide under the ninja turtle shell. Up the passage in Leviticus states, And a man who injures his countryman, as he has done, so it shall be done to him, namely, fracture under for fracture, eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Just as another person has received injury from him, so it will be given to him. Leviticus 24, 19, 21. See, they'll start hitting you with that religious garbage, and then you start coming up like, okay, well, well, we know that was in the Old Testament. So do we just throw away the whole, do we just throw away half of the book? See, the Popeye's chicken Negro spiritual people won't advocate for this. And they tell you throw away all the revolutionary concepts from the Bible. If the Bible, is the Bible not the basic living instructions before leaving earth? Shout out to Killer Priest. Is it not the concept of how to live and is it not a place where you see these lessons and stories that apply to man in all areas of activity? You got some good churches that do good work, but most are spewed out. And you got a bunch of petrified artifacts and they're telling you that if you don't show up against the law, if you don't show up, you know, that's against the law and this and well, if you don't vote, you won't get nothing. Well, what are we getting? Well, you know, that's potential. You might get something. Well, potential means non-measurable. Shout out to TVA and the black media. How do you measure it? Well, if you don't vote, you know, what are you doing? We are doing more, most than what your generation's done. Them folks saying that they didn't bust a grape in the 60s. That's why the youth has gangs and etc. They didn't set up, they didn't set up shit for us. These are the folks that said after Tulsa burned down that everybody should turn the other cheek while their children were slaughtered and raped. You shouldn't, you shouldn't fight back. You're going to die. And you died anyway. They're killing us anyway. So what is our defense then? The Proud Boys ain't going to be quoting no damn scriptures when they show up. Now that statement I made is either true or false. We are under ambush assassinations and lynchings 40 plus years after the good trouble ass whoopings on the Selma Bridge. And our youth is being obliterated on camera and they tell us it was worse back then. Well, in that case, then now it should be better. And I'm saying it's their fault. I'm going against the status quo and saying it, it's their fault. We ain't listening to them niggas no more. Niggas want to say, well, don't call coons a coon. No name calling. Don't call no names. And BL Bell got niggas crunched. And they will say, well, you know, that's the reverend. That's the reverend. Don't mind him. Don't ask no questions. You start asking those questions, their blood pressure gets up. 
They can't make you vote. They can't make you vote. With, with they can't force us to vote. They can't force us to vote without any interest. So it makes their blood boil that you ain't jumping for massa anymore. Chicken George has his own chicken shack now. He ain't dancing and tapping around no more. But you always, they say, well, you know you're old. You, you know you're old as the ancestors. You got to give it up for the samples of Christmas Eve every time. I'm telling you, they ain't got shit on Ebenezer Scrooge. The samples of Christmas Eve ain't got shit on Ebenezer Scrooge. Chicken Sunday dinner and five or six dollars out of their SSI check to go to Darkwind Deacons and the Pass of Poverty, Pass of Poverty Jones, New Cadillacs and all. See, the issue is the Negro just wants someone to tell them that it's okay and it's not. We got medical apartheid going on. I'm hearing mortality reports increasing and niggas want to say there ain't no issue. The old civil rights generation wants to tell us that things were way, way worse for them. If that was the case, then why are things terrible for us now? This is well over 40 plus years. They failed to do their job. And they want to use Donald J with the toupee as the main issue. Anytime you get invited to a fish fry or a chicken Popeyes, by the way, Sam Samix Jubilee, note all of those smug suits and umbrella hats, deacons and aunties talking about how grateful it is to have this Samix and how y'all need to calm down. So when they try to bring up the religious issue, I mentioned Judas. And what should have been Judas's penalty? See, Judas tried to give the money back, and they said, oh, no, no, no. You got to hold your own nuts. You disobeyed, and you crossed out Christ many a time. And now you're guilty, and you want to give the money back. They're like, no, no, no. You keep it. We don't want your blood money. We sent you to do a job. So you start hearing niggas talk about, well, you know, when Donald gets in, I just want some, I want some intervention. I want divine intervention. What they're really saying is, hey, I don't want to do anything myself. I just want someone to come in and do something for me. God has given us the tools to do what we need to do. And, you know, I believe in universal law. People sometimes would say, well, you know, it's blasphemy to say karma. Well, what goes up must come down. You gonna argue with gravity, nigga? Well, I'm just saying it's all about how I feel and I don't want to feel bad. Nigga, you can't argue with gravity. Gravity is gravity. You don't determine what gravity is. Well, you know, oh, you know, maybe that won't work and all that. Nigga, if I push you off a damn bridge, you're going to fall. You're not going to float. You're not going to be no wandering albatross. So we can stop that right there. So you start having these logical discussions with these niggas. And what they want to do is they want to tell you. They want to tell you that that's not the case. You understand? That's what they want to do. 
Now, there's a couple different articles that I want to take a look at right here. Now, this is something I didn't touch on before, but the Daily Wire had made a report saying that Netflix defends cuties. You know what I'm saying? They're out here defending this horrible, horrible movie on Netflix, calling it, it's a movie accused of sexualizing children, calling it a powerful story. Now, Netflix defended the Cuties movie. They say it's a social commentary. This is a, it's a social commentary that it's an award-winning film and a powerful story about the pressure young girls feel on social media and all that. Well, guess what? It looks like Netflix has been indicted by a Texas grand jury over the film. According to the New York Post.com. Now, the indictment was allegedly promoting lewd visual material of a child in connection to the release of the film, of the French film. The grand jury in Tyler County returned the indictment against the streaming giant on September 23rd. So that was some weeks ago. Okay. The indictment charges that Netflix did knowingly promote visual material which depicts the lewd exhibition of genitals or public area of a clothed or a partially clothed child who was younger than 18. So they're going to eventually follow suit. And really what Netflix was pretty much saying was what we've been talking about for a while. Netflix was like, hey, I don't give a damn. I am going to uphold this as long as I could go until I'm going to see. It was like a measuring stick. Let's see what the people are going to do. Let's see what the people are going to do. And there's going to be more lawsuits. Eventually, they're going to fold. You're going to find somebody in Netflix that was another Epstein. Now, speaking of films, I was, I've been watching something with my son every day. You know, he's only eight months old. He watches the B movie. He's interested in entomology and stuff, as I was as a child. And there's some things that I noticed on the B movie after watching it many, many a time. Now, one of the voiceovers, one of the people was in there. I think Chris Rock was in there. Seinfeld was one of the executive producers, I believe. It came out over over eight years ago, I think it was. And, you know, I, that's not something that I would... I mean, I heard about it when it came out, but it's not something I would watch, of course, you know. But now that I have a child, it's like I have a young child. He's watching the B-movie and stuff. And I noticed there were some very, very key elements, and I don't think anybody has dissected it and analyzed it in this measure. A lot of the concepts that was in that movie was based on reparations almost. The bees wanted reparations. They were kind of basing it off the 1866 Civil Rights Act and the, and, and the Dawes Act. So basically the humans were pretty much trying to, they're doing the same. It was almost like black folks. They were basically, they stole the honey. They enslaved the bees. They were using their names and their likeness and their brand 
right? And you had pretty much a Nat Turner. He came around and said, look, what he, he friended a human. And then once he started kind of going around and hanging out with her, he said, wait a minute, y'all are using honey and you're selling it. And she's like, oh, this ain't no big deal. It sounded kind of like the liberal left arm of racism, white supremacy. She said, this ain't no big deal. You know, we, we've been doing this. this. This is what we do. And he's like, well, wait a minute. Y'all are making money off of this shit. You got Ray, Lee, Ray Liotta. You got all of these. You got Sting. You got you got all of these public figures that's making money off of bees. So he went to like a bee plantation, if I will. And then he found out that they had been pretty much. They moved one of the queens to that area and what they were doing is they were forcing the bees to make honey so they had to stay there because their queen was there they're loyal to their queen it, it's a lot to unpack it, it seems like it's a simple little cartoon but it's a lot to unpack so basically he went up and he basically said what dr claude anderson said we should be doing he basically took them to federal he took it up to like damn near supreme court almost and they had okra doing the voiceover. She was the black judge. Fried okra. Harpo beat me. I love Harpo. Anyway. So. What ended up happening was. He pretty much brought humans to trial. It kind of reminded me of what Malcolm and Martin was doing. It was like the Union, United Nations for bees. He spoke on behalf of all bees. So get a picture of a bunch of foundational black Americans saying okay. And see at first. If you notice, the bees are very, very codified. They're probably the most codified animals on the planet. Bees and ants, guns and butter. And so what ended up happening was he took humans to trial. And most of the bees, they were like, well, how's that going to work? They try to tell him, well, they're not stealing honey from us and all this. He went and got the evidence. Then he laid the evidence on the table like, hey, I did my own espionage research they're stealing honey from us they still was talking about well you know like you know, some of these old niggas man you don't need no reparations and we ain't never gonna happen and all these failed plantation niggas the old civil rights generation not the, the, the non-riders i'm talking about the scared petrified niggas they were trying to convince him that it wasn't happening he's like i have the evidence right here i've done the study i have the camera information i have everything that you need they're stealing honey from us and they shouldn't be doing that. So he finally took them to court and won. The thing is, is bees are responsible for all the pollination. So the twist about it is, is the human that he was hanging out with, she said, well, you know, I had a flower shop. So it messed up her flower shop and she tried to blame it on him. So it's kind of the same thing with black America right now. Well, You've been enslaved for 350 years. Let's erase your history. Let's strip you of your resources. Let's strip you of, of, of everything in the African diaspora. Let's use a, the let's use the the system of racism, white supremacy globally, all across the planet to strip you of everything you have. And then we're gonna blame you and say, well, it's your fault. So she tried to say that it was his fault because he demanded reparations. I mean, they was. You had SWAT teams. If you had seen an old lady with some tea, they would hop out and put an AR-15 to her head. They shot Winnie the Pooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
they, they pretty much took all the honey out of the stores. They said you can't even use the word honey. You can't use any likeness or branding or name of a bee. Basically, you can't say the N word. That, that's a sentence. That's punishment. So if you ever watched a bee movie with your kids, you got some young kids, you ever watch it, you're going to see like, well, damn, that was almost like a reparations package. But what happened is, is once they gave them all their honey, which was their tangibles, what ended up happening was they stopped working. So they stopped pollinating all the flowers. So he went back and said, all right, look, you know, this is pretty much messing up the planet. We're going to have to go to this one little flower show that was in Pasadena, California. So they flew all the way out from New York to Pasadena and then they took the flowers and they brought them back to New York and they started pollinating and all of that. And they started making their honey and everything again. But see, that reminds me. When you're a, when you're a nigga that goes against the status quo, that's the first stage of things. People will tell you, well, no, that's not happening. Then you bring them the evidence and then you're like, well, here it is. This is the evidence. And they're like, oh, well, that's falsified. They know damn well it's the truth, but they're trying to tell you. Well, and so then they start, what they start doing is that, that, that chicken George, that plantation, or should I say, I'm trying to think of a, of a good person. That Django one chain energy starts coming out. Well, man, you, you know, that ain't going to work. You ain't never going to get reparations. You start hearing all of that talk. So you get some niggas talking about, well, you know, that ain't possible. And then after a while, then you then you start the process and you get it cracking. Eventually, every bee on got on cold because they were forced to get on cold because no bee is bigger than the cold. He was upholding the cold. He was the only bee in the hive that said, hold on, we need reparations. We need tangibles. And he stuck to his guts. He went and did investigation. He put somebody on the ass. He went to the warehouse and said, all right, look. We know that you're involved into stealing this honey. We want to know where it's at. The dude tried to get frothy at the mouth and try to act like he wasn't going to tell him. He forced him into submission. He didn't ask questions. He, he asked questions. He demanded. He demanded for the information. Backed him into a corner. Kind of like what we need to be doing right now. That's what we're doing. Black empowerment. Backing them in a corner saying, wait a minute. We're withholding our vote. You're going to give us something. He forced them for tangibles of reparations because it was rightfully his. That honey was rightfully theirs. And if you notice in the movie, the humans still tried to say that the bees were wrong. They still tried to convince the bees that they were wrong. You see what I mean? So, but eventually... You know, and it kind of reminds me of the Jim Crow Joe thing where it's like, all right, they're sending messages. I don't know how the hell these people got in, got in touch with me, but they're petrified and scared. They're like, all right, well, we got to get rid of one white supremacist. Stand back, stand by. We got to get rid of one white supremacist and we got to put another one in one with an even more heinous history against black people. So we got to get one of those guys. So you oh, pick the lesser two evil. Remember the words. Let me let, let's go back and look at what they said. They said to me. Over the past five years. 
One, one thing the past few years have taught us is that inaction is dangerous. Now, was inaction dangerous when Trayvon and, you know, uh, Mike Brown and Sandra Bland and Alfred Wright and um, Tamir Rice, when the sister that was murdered in her own home playing video games with her little cousin, there still hasn't been no indictment on the race soldiers. Has there been, was that in, was that inaction any dangerous then they're going to say the goal is not to elect a candidate and then sit back while they're fixing everything. So now what you're going to try to do is you're going to try to lecture us and tell us that we're sitting back. And it's to the goal is to elect a candidate who aligns with our progressive values, then push them to do the right thing. Elect a candidate who aligns with our progressive values. What what aligns with us is tangibles. Cut the damn check. We want tangibles like you're giving everyone else. So now they're going to try to tell us what our values are. So th th this is this is your typical liberal left arm of racism, white supremacy, do nothing, demonic shit bag, trick bag language that they try to use to make it seem like, well, it's much better. We really need your vote. If you don't vote, you're you go to hell. I hope you get involved in electing more progressive so that so that along with doing less harm, the powers that can be can be no be, be no good. Y'all, you Democrats down in Kentucky have not charged and you've actually you've done worse than not charged the race over. You smeared Brianna Taylor's name. You lied about the post office. You lied about everything you and you're still lying. And that coon ass nigga down there should be indicted and given a life sentence for treason against the United States. That's what should happen. So don't tell us, don't lecture us and wag your finger on us about aligning to progressive values and all that. This is not progressive at all. I don't want to hear about that at all. Don't tell us what's progressive. You know what I'm saying? Now, look at this here. Now, Lace.com, it's L-A-I-S-T, or L-A-I-S-T. This is an old article from April 30th, 2019. It said, L.A. County leaders say violent gang-like deputy clicks are a huge liability, and they want names. It says, it's no secret that secret clicks within the L.A. County Sheriff's Department have been a major source of controversy over the last four years. L.A. County Board of Supervisors fired the latest salvo Tuesday. Uh, unanimously voting for an exhaustive accounting of liability tied to behavior by known click members. The motion by Supervisor Sheila Cool and Hilda Solis calls for staff to compile a chronological list of all names, lawsuits, and other settlement agreements brought against deputies who are alleged to be members of a click or secret society dating back to 1990. Now, the 94 crime bill, when was that signed? So LAPD, you have white supremacist gang members in law enforcement dating back to 1990. But they said a chronological list of claims and lawsuits and settlement agreements, but they didn't say punishment. The county council's office must note the amount of any settlements or jury awards in cases that went to trial. It must also provide a detailing accounting of each incident, including deputies' names and which clique they allegedly belong to, along with descriptions of any known tattoos or disciplinary actions taken against them. The report is due within 90 days. 
They said there was a nine-page document that read like a history lesson on a department's long and troubled history with these groups, cliques, and secret societies. The motions call out the behavior described as intimidating and gang-like, involving reports of the use of street gang lingo, flashing hand signals, and violence in the communities are served. So you have pretty much gang member law enforcement in LAPD. Banditos, Little Devils, Vikings, Regulators, Grim Reapers, Jump Out Boys, 2,000 block, 3,000 block, over $12.5 million in payouts tied to behavior by members of these cliques. I reported something, I, I, I report this, it's like every other week there's something going on. Here's another one. Deputy who shot the Gardena team was chasing ink deputies te- uh testified this was in august 30th the deputy who shot and killed 18 year old andros uh godardo outside a car shop in gardena was a prospective member of a violent clique inside a compton sheriff station according to sworn testimony of a whistleblower now there was another guy that came out and was a whistleblower there's parties after the shootings. They call them 998 parties. Some people say it's to celebrate the deputy is alive. Others say it's to celebrate that we're going to be inking somebody. Gonzalez testifying for nearly six hours under oath said the existence of the clique was common knowledge at the station at the, and that the gang's so-called shot caller controlled the work schedule and their actions boosted arrest members. Arrest numbers, I'm sorry. Now, we're dealing with all of this. Here's another one. LAMag.com. This Alex Villanova dude. Up. Oh, oops. Error 404. Sorry, but the page you're looking for doesn't exist, of course. They scrubbed the internet for this crap, too. Well, we don't want nobody to know. We don't want nobody to know what happened. You understand? Here's another article. Deputy sues L.A. County claims LASD failed to protect him from alleged Compton Station gang. A deputy at the Compton, Compton Station, and this is September 21st, a deputy at the Compton uh, Sheriff Station is suing L.A. County, alleging the department put his life in danger when he reported the activities of an alleged gang known as the Executioners. So now if you're a whistleblower, your life may be in jeopardy. That Gonzalez guy. Now for some lighter news and we'll get back to other stuff. My homie sent this the other, you know, two weeks ago. I didn't really want to bring it up before, but I'm like, they got something called a water of life symposium. Now this was in I think it's supposed to be held at the West uh the West the Westgate Resort in Vegas. It's called the Peahive Urine Therapy Group. Bringing water to the desert. I've never heard of nothing like this in my life. Or they already had it from September eleventh to the thirteenth, where you could get tickets. I'm like, who the hell would join something like that? You dig? Drink of yourself. And and it's not really telling you what they're doing. But it sounds like it sounds like to me that people are drinking piss. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know who the hell 
would join some shit like this. It's some pissy ass niggas up in here. But I thought that was very, very interesting. It, it kind of goes to tell you, you know, um, it kind of goes to tell you a lot about the world, the world we're in, that people would um, join something like this. Now, I'm not seeing any pictures of nobody drinking it, but I'm like, okay, the pee hive, it, 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 I don't know. It's probably some weird shit going on. It's nothing you'd want to be involved in. But anyway, there's another article that I was looking at here where it says that this is from the truthout.org that U.S. cops are treating white militias as heavily armed friendlies. So it was talking about the Kenosha incident where the police is giving water to armed white men. Now, the Democrats aren't talking about doing anything to these people, but they're forcing us to try to vote. Well, black folks, you need to vote for Jim Crow Joe. But they're not talking about doing anything about it. So why the hell should we vote? Why should we vote for them? There's really no point that we should. I have no interest at all. And people are getting more and more desperate for the black vote to try to mobilize, but they're not really giving us a reason to go out there and vote. They're saying that the COVID is popping up. They're saying that the COVID is popping up. You're hearing a lot more reports of us not receiving constructive help. The CDC, I don't, I don't know what they're reporting right now, but if, if COVID is, is breaking out in a lot more places, why should I break my neck to go to the polls? What's the point? Not breaking my neck. Before we get out of here tonight, it's going to be a short one tonight. We'll come back with some more updates. I'll probably go do a live next time. But... There was something interesting interesting that I found out in tech where there was an article about uh, SSH and how to connect to a remote server through Linux and Windows. I think that's something y'all might want to think about when you're supporting these Linux environments, especially if you want to get into information technology. Um, a friend of mine gave me a call. He had a contract with a large bank in Minnesota. And the contract ended. Like I told y'all before, a lot of these manic service companies now are taking over. So you're not really just getting the, re the recruiting agency straight to the client a lot. You're getting all of this garbage where it's the recruiting agency to the manic service company, possibly to another client, to another client. So your money's trickling down from there. Or mainly just be an agency to the Manic Service Company and then a Manic Service Company. They get their information technology professionals from around the world and then they send them to whatever client site that they're supporting. They have a contract with the client site. But anyway, he was on one of those agency to Manic Services contracts. So his contract ended... I think in the beginning of October or late September. So he was telling me like, hey man, 
Minnesota has an unemployment program where it's a, they got a dislocated worker program. And he was talking about how they were kind of, they had some IT certification company that was trying to push him to get his CompTIA A plus and Net plus. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Azure, we want rainy days. Always go towards the cloud. We want rainy days. So I was telling him, no, go towards, get the Azure program. So he started looking at the AZ900 program and also the Azure administrator. So you want to, you want to go, you want to go for uh, AWS. That's something that I support now a little bit, but AWS and Azure, you want to be ahead of the curve. A lot of companies are still adopting the cloud, cloud support. They're moving, they're still moving to the cloud. You know, you're having more and more people right now, especially being shipped terminals and thin clients to their home, especially even customer service uh, or bring your own device. So customer service positions, people are, you know, is using their own laptop and they install what they call the AWS workspace. And it's basically a client that you log into a virtual machine that spun out from Azure or AWS, whatever the company decides to have you use. You know what I mean? So he was using it. Let's let me see if I could find. Let me take a look and see if I can't find um that program here. Okay, I, I here it is right here. So you know, initially now this was this was a, a certification program in Egan, Minnesota. But right here, um, the dislocated worker fund, it's available for anyone looking to complete certification training. So the, the fund consists of grant money anywhere from three grand to 20 grand per individual. And the Minnesota dislocated worker program, um, on average, they spend about 1900 per participant. You see? Now, one thing I noticed that was very interesting is, and like I said, with, you know, in Minnesota, they are very, very pro-immigrant here. Foundational black Americans are heavily ignored when it comes to tangibles. So the first thing they do, and see, that's what they, they get away with that people of color stuff. And no disrespect to the brother that, 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 that I'm looking on the brochure, but the first thing they the first thing they showed I noticed was a person that they showed an immigrant. That's the first thing that they showed as their showcase. So what they do is here in Minnesota, what they do is they say, "Hey, look, you American blacks, we really not really gonna focus on doing much for y'all, but what we'll do is we'll bring in a buffer class." And we'll make sure that they have all the tangibles that they need. And we'll displace y'all. And then we'll turn around and say, well, hey, COVID is affecting. COVID is heavily affecting, you know, uh, black folks heavily. But we don't really have anything tangible for you. That's something that they tend to do here a lot. You know, but anyway, um, they have these uh this this dislocated worker program and i'm looking at the brochure here 
They tell all the success stories and things of that nature. They show the annual report. Um, and they said they're continuing to help people connect to the state funding because of the layoffs during the COVID-19 crisis. And this is a crisis. And so the first thing that they tried to get him to check out was the network plus, which is a five day, 40 hour course. And then the a plus, which in the a plus certification, there's a part one and a part two. So that each, each part is a five day, 40 hour course. You see what I mean? So I told, when I told him, when they were trying to push him to the COMT, I said, COMT is cool. Most COMT is going to be DOD compliant. So you could work at the department of defense and there is going to be some places that might require that you have an A plus certification. A lot of those places don't pay that well, but it, it's nice to have it, I suppose. But like I told him, I said, man, you really want to move towards a more cutting edge piece of technology. And so one of the things I said is you want to consider the AZ 900, the Microsoft Azure fundamentals and the AZ 104, the Microsoft Azure administrator. And you start with the AZ 900. That was my recommendation. Cause it's going to talk about cloud concepts, the core Azure services, privacy, security, compliance, and trust, trust, and pricing and support. That's just getting you the fundamentals of the AZ 900 fundamental certification exam. Then the next thing I said, you, what you want to do is get down with the AZ 104, which is the Microsoft Azure administrator. That's a four day course. And like I was telling them, I said, now what that, what they want you to have for that is they want you to experience to have some experience on operating systems, virtualization, cloud infrastructure, storage structures, and networking. Well, that's, that's what they're going to cover. I'm sorry. And the prerequisite is understanding of on-premises virtualization technologies, including virtual machines, virtual network, and a virtual hard disk. Understanding of network configuration, which is TCP IP, DNS, VPNs, firewalls, encryptions, technologies, and understanding of active, active directory concepts, domains, fours, domain controllers, replication, Kerberos, LDAP, and understanding of resilience and disaster recovery, including backups and restore oper operations. Now, even if you've been in help desk, a lot of that stuff, if you've been in the game already, you're gonna really you're gonna be able to understand that. You're not really gonna have too much trouble of you know of not understanding it. You you should be able to understand it. And the course objectives is as the Azure administrator to implement, manage, and monitor identity, govern, govern, governance, storage, compute, and virtual networks in a cloud environment. So you'll provision size, monitor, and adjust resources as appropriate. So the main course outline for that, you can have identity, governance, and compliance, again, Azure administration, virtual networking, intersite connectivity, Network traffic management, Azure storage, Azure virtual machines, serverless computing, data protection and monitoring. Now this is about $2,300 for this course. And like I was telling them, I said, man, don't let them push you into CompTIA when you could get something like this. Now, if they want to offer CompTIA, 
by all means do do that as well you know but if i ever needed to do that i mean that's that's what i would roll with you roll with that get your certification um and just get your roll on man that's what you want to do but yes any anyway any of y'all interested in the information technology game go to www.beingblackandit.com to get your being black and it guide which is now on amazon prime also consider going to www.itmasterkey.com now that brother can help you get pretty much any certification you want any certification you want this is somebody that has trained people in the navy and in the army and the military so you know that's his bread and butter anyway i'm gonna get out of here we gonna get some more topics going let's monitor the situation we got crime koala and the vp that's gonna be going toe-to-toe within the next couple days so let's see let's see who ends up winning that I'm pretty sure that she's going to get pounded for what she's done to black folks in California. So let's see what she's done because her record ain't really too much better. If not worse than jumping, jumping Jim Crow 94 crime bill Joe. Y'all take care.